Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the first ever pilot episode of the You Got a Minute Fam podcast. If that rings a bell, you must be a member of IB Sports. And so what we're going to try to do with this podcast is integrate group culture with the sports world and make it as unique as a group. I am joined by my co-host, El Vice Presidente, the Mike Pence, uh, Kamala Harris won't visit the border star scream of the group, actively lazy. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to be upset about that anymore because the most disrespectful thing is that we took Corey's slogan and made it a show and don't even have Corey as a part of the show. So I- I'll be the vice president as long as you have to answer to well, that. Well, he's my brother to... and he's one of the financial I, backers I of it, IBS this, and IBN. It's this man's like slogan that he brought to the group. I don't know who whose slogan it was before that, but nobody said it in the group until he said it. And then we make a show out of it, and we don't even How about let this? him speak if on the show. That is, if you say it in the if you say it in the group, it's mine. I learned it from the Salt Man. <laughs> Colonize this shit. Hey, I ain't you know, I ain't <laughs> the boss, bro. I, don't find me. At least I'm he's just... my brother. At least I didn't do it to like Sam. Well, I wouldn't take anything from Sam, but at least at least he's my brother. Sam you know, you. Sam yeah. would take it from you for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Sam, Sam and Ashley definitely. They might take it from me. Uh, let's start out the show with the biggest thing in the group, as always, the fines. I'm finding LeBron James $400,000 for not going away. Bro, you lost. You walked off the court before the game is over. I know you got Space Jam 2, so you're already going to go on a media tour anyway, and we just got the trailer, but you had to do the uh, Maximus clip from Gladiator talking about you would have your vengeance in this life or the next and you had to have the news in the middle of a playoff game, by the way, that you were changing your number from 23 to 6. LeBron, just go away, bro. Bruh. And what life for the next? You ain't got no other lives. You're like 37. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Ain't no other lives. This, you don't get to. You shouldn't be allowed to change your number this late in your career. For what? For what? It's. Is so ridiculous. This man is such a supreme athlete at the top of his sport and still does this att- attention-seeking things, man. We don't care. We don't care if it's 23, if it's 6. Just keep keep it the same. What's the difference, man? I, I don't understand. I thought he was going to do that originally when he and Davis had the same number, but then they were saying the league had already did enough jerseys, so many jerseys, they couldn't do the switch. But I don't even think... Davis is going to switch to 23 either. So he's definitely doing this for like marketing purposes or whatever the hell he's doing it for. That man, Davis needs to get a shirt that says 911. <laughs> Mr. Glass. Can he, get, can, he get a, can he get a triple digit? Like, come on, man. Anthony Davis ain't on the court long enough to, to freaking do anything. Frail body, which unfortunately was, was done in by – was Anthony Street Clothes Davis? Yeah, yeah. So Barkley. I like frail body, but Street Clothes is tough and it's Barkley yeah. too, you know. He got a bigger platform. We still can go yeah. by frail body in the group, but uh I fought for Anthony. But at least he got a ring out of it. Like if he's only healthy every other year, you can get close to a ring, I take it. Now hold if he's hurt again hold next up, year. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got too much respect for you to, to have you out here counting that bullshit. <laughs> the 
Don't you do it. Don't you a ring do it. is a ring, bro. I don't, don't care. It counts. The bubble is even close to what it was in the bubble, outside the bubble. Name me one thing, one player, one thing other than, all right, I'll give you one. Donovan Mitchell, outside of that. Everybody else is still trash. Before they went in, they was good when they got in. Oh, I, got, I, do have one. I do have one. I do have one. The Phoenix Suns, baby. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. 8-0 in the bubble. It's a different team. It's a but different team. They were 8-0 with the core of this team. They, and they Man, added Chris was, Paul. That's what makes did it Did they scary. make the playoffs? Did they make the playoffs? No, and they were 8-0, but they were dominating the bubble. Uh, mm. What's his face ain't dominated? Who would have had the guy that was going off? And they were talking about bubble. Bubble? Who was it? Oh, my God. I you talking about... Wasn't that yeah. CJ Warren? TJ Warren? TJ Warren? <laughs> yeah, they, they, he went to the Pacers. Like, that he was, was on wild. the Pacers. But he had come from he had come from Phoenix. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, man, in the bubble, he was on Phoenix. I that that meme was so accurate. I knew the bubble was full of it when TJ Warren was prime Kobe in there. You yeah, right? Something, something was wrong. Something was wrong. I mean, I'm trying to respect the title, except for like pre segregation no. titles in any no. sport. But whatever. I mean, I'm not gonna die on this Anthony Davis Hill. Tell me who you find in this week. I, you already know. I don't respect anything done before uh, before integration as far as sports go, and I damn sure don't respect. This bubble. So, nope. <laughs> Mickey Mouse in my Chase Howell's voice. I'm not as bad as Chase, but yeah. I'm or Jay Holla. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It's kind of weird what's happened to Jay Holla because, and John to a lesser degree, but Jay is a lifelong Lakers fan and he finds himself rooting against. I wonder what was going to win. His hatred of Braun is, is bigger <laughs> than his Laker fandom, which is funny. It's, it's beautiful to watch. At least he's true to himself. <laughs> he has been true to himself. I never oh, expected to root for Braun, but at least no, I expect him to say, you know, look what we did for him, and we brought him to relevance and all that. But he just really actively roots against him. <laughs> Give me your fine. My fine was Cody Powell for suggesting that two men in their mid fifties should sell more in a fight. Um, that's not made in Hollywood. This wasn't. This was like real life grudge match. He said that Roy Jones and Mike Tyson in their fifties should have sold more pay per views than Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. And I find them because again, like I said in the fine, it doesn't fit the business model for them to sell more pay per views when everybody was advertising and promoting for Floyd and Logan including Viacom, CBS, Showtime, ESPN, and, and, I mean, Fox, all of them. Everybody was was doing it. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, every platform, everywhere. They were doing interviews. They were, they were um, like, live, t- live uh, streaming their, their uh, training and, and all kind of publicity that goes into promotion to boost them. And they barely made a million pay-per-view buys, and Floyd, I mean Roy Jones and Tyson did, I think, 1.6. So you know, before the fight, people were very bullish on on the fight making like so much money, maybe being the all-time uh, most watched pay-per-view in the history. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. apparently it was supposed to be around three to four million, and mm-hmm. they got one. So it was a flop. I know a lot of people don't think it was, but it was. And I find him for saying that those two old men should have sold more. And the thing, too, is about it is that not only are they two old men, but they're from a certain time period where if you're not our age, and I'm including you because you're still late 30s. So <laughs> our age and older, you don't, you don't care about what? 
I'm mid thirties. How old are you? I'm about to be late thirties. Yeah, in close three months. 30. I'll take it, whatever, <laughs> mid-30s. But if you're not our age still or older, you don't care about Roy Jones or Mike Tyson. You haven't seen them in their primes. So, and it's funny, too, about this fight, like, you got the king of the old media, which with old sports media, that's how Floyd knows how to play it, and you got the king of new media with the social media and YouTube and all that. My son, for the first time in his whole life, texted me about a fight. Now, it was disgusting because he thought... Logan Paul was going to win, but he got a bootleg stream of the fight and he watched it for the first time in his life unless I was sitting right there. So it did spark interest. and So you you would expect that fight to do better than a nostalgia act of Roy and Mike. And <laughs> the funny thing is, you shouldn't expect much from either fight, but the funny thing in the end is that Roy... And uh, and Paul had the same strategy of just holding and dancing all night because they were scared of what the other person could do. <laughs> Man, I don't know what, what. You know what? I'll wait to the to the end of the show. I'll wait. <laughs> all right, good. I know. I know. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna set it up on a tee for you to do your boxing rant. All right. So my other find was uh, Skylar King. I like Skylar King. He's a professional. Or I guess you could you could say he's an amateur professional. I don't know if he's getting paid. But hey man, respect my boy. He a pro now. He's a pro. I I, I don't disrespect. I didn't know, but I I respect the craft. I respect out of this Skylar King on toss up Tuesday. I said Simone Biles. Who's the female goat? Simone Biles or Serena Williams? Now I was really baiting the Serena fans because I can't stand the little Serena fans. But he brought up a female boxer who is um going to MMA soon. But the point they always miss, and I'm going to do my hand, black hand clap. Toss up Tuesday. Toss up Tuesday. A toss up is between two things. This is a show. This is a segment of a show. You don't take something off, off the menu. I'm giving you a menu. If I give you a menu at a restaurant, don't ask me for stuff that's, off the, that's not on the menu. It's a reason why I'm doing it to start dialogue. So everything is not the same in the group. And after seven years, you get fucking tired of people not being able to follow simple directions. Hey, look, man. Skylar King, my boy, I think you overreacted. But, I mean, he can't help it. That's what white people do, bro. That's what they do. They <laughs> can't use help the boundaries. They, no, they can't help it, man. And if you think it's not a white thing, just, I, I got a couple scenarios we can test it out. If you want, DM me. And and we'll link up, and I will give you a couple scenarios where we can we can stream it and test it out as to why do white people think that no matter what they don't have to follow the rules? It don't apply to them. Like I just add something. If the rules say two, now I want three. No, it says two, but I want three, and I'm going to get it. Damn it! That's exactly how it goes. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why. So. I will go out on the limb and say, though, Skyler is in my top five favorite white people in the group, so I will cop a plea for top Skyler. I support you, my brother. I hope you come back. Um, actually, I think you said you didn't even mute him that Yeah, long, right? I muted him. For, I okay, said a cool. week, and I was cool. mad because he kept fighting it, and then uh, he was like, that's dumb. Like, no, you can't read. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, and I also want to say Skyler. Skyler's a girl's name, and this is Daniel LeClaire. Um, I'm just uh, Daniel DeClaire. I'm in here just uh, <laughs> doing a little guest host segment on this, sir. So if you got a problem with you having a girl named Skylar, this is Daniel DeClaire. All right, thank you, Daniel. You go ahead back in the in the back and do your thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, our last find is this Keith. Is this gonna be public? 
What? Is this public? Yeah, yeah. It's... Oh, shit. All right. Ignore that part, y'all. Yeah, right. Last fine. Keith Fleming, you've been at war with Mr. Keith since last round, since the uh, the podcast that you guys do today, that you guys do together, rather, by the way. But Keith, you came up, and I hate to do it to a fellow admin, but you cannot whine about calls. It is $700,000 is unseemly. Score more points. When fans do that, they never look at the whole picture. They only look at how it affected their team, not all the things that they get away with, much less Trey Young being one of the biggest floppers in the whole league. Yeah, and like I, like I said, we never had his car, actually. This was never a competition. Um, he was the only person that thought that the Hawks should be. Watch out for the Hawks is what he said. And I, I, I have to go back and listen to the clip again, but I'm pretty sure I laughed at him on the clip, too. He was like, watch out for what? Yeah. <laughs> And sure enough, when they were up 20, he was letting the world hear making posts, and now reality is hit. And, um, you know, like I, like I said, you know, I, this is our – I hate that it had to be you segment. I hate that it had to be Keith complaining about the refs because you will get no sympathy in this group complaining about the refs. You will get no sympathy from me if you're not gambling and complaining about the refs because, honestly, there's a reason why they call it playoff basketball. They don't call it the same. And everybody knows that, and it's literally promoted as playoff basketball and implied that you're not going to get the same calls you got during the regular season. And I believe that um, the Hawks, primarily for the eight games that they've played so far, have been a jump-shooting team. So it makes sense that they're not getting to yeah. the free throw line. you got to attack the basket to, to at least get calls. People don't foul shooters. Like and you're not getting B kicked out of a playoff game or fouling yes. out probably maybe one yes. playoff game and a whole thing. But you're not gonna. That's just not gonna happen. That's how the playoffs work. If you weren't this ready for great, that, huh? sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, even if B went away, they still probably would win. It'd just be embarrassing. They play small ball and still beat them because they're shake, the shake, better team. Shake your I mean, Milton. Simmons, Simmons can go to the to the five and. Who gonna stop him? Yeah, he's still gonna get to the to the cup. Still gonna distribute the basketball. They they lose their second best three point shooter if Embiid goes down, and their best rebounder. And the scoring they can just make up with at least for a game between Shaq uh, or Shake, sorry, Shake, uh, Tobias, and um, pretty much a, a squad of other people. Like you just saw in the last game, they had my boy come off the bench. I don't even know his name. Just some random white dude dropping by. <laughs> it's like, yo, who really thinks that the Hawks stood a chance? They never did. You never had your car, Keith. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. All right, moving on to the post of the week. This guy really liked Dante Bry, I guess it is. I've never said his name out loud. A lot of these people's names I've never said out loud in their last name, so it'll be interesting. But Dante Bry, real thoughtful, long. I like long in the group if it's thoughtful, but it also wasn't like a novel, like my boy Noam, who I like, you know, um, Asalaamu Alaikum. What are they? That's, that's Muslim, but I don't know what they say in Israel. <laughs> TikTok, brother. But, um... <laughs> He said this. He said, sorry for the long post, but it needs to be said. And Keith has some long posts that kind of ramble too. But long can be good if it's done strategically. Uh, Giannis is 26 years old. I know it's trendy to pile on superstars and MVPs who don't win titles right out of the gate. But just remember how hard it is to win in the NBA. Giannis is fine. Again, he's 26 years old. LeBron, MJ, Shaq, 
KD, Curry, Dirk, Hakeem, and KG, and numerous others were all ringless at this point in their careers. We want superstars to take the hard knock road to winning titles with their teams, notably like MJ, who didn't win until he was 27, but then we denigrate superstars for not winning right away. Either we appreciate Giannis for sticking with the Bucks and being willing to go through it the hard way, or we want stars to jump ship at the first sign of adversity to make super teams. Can't have it both ways. Do you respect the journey slash process or not? Oftentimes it's ugly, but I thought that's what we appreciated most. <laughs> hey, again. And he got 22 said- likes. No, 22 likes, all probably from Joe Matz and 21 <laughs> other Joe Matzes. We don't talk like that in this group, Dante. We don't. And and when I say we, I mean brothers. We don't talk like that. If you want to talk like that, you keep that shit in the ringer. Don't you bring that back to IBN. <laughs> Secondly, Dante, I don't think you really... Dante, I think you just Joe Matz in virtual blackface. And I am going to need some proof. Um, so we're gonna have to get him live. I heard you got a podcast or something. I never. He does have a pod. I was on it. Yeah, all right, all right. I need to. I need to. I need to see this cat live, man. Make sure he's not joining. I haven't seen Joe Max uh, in video, but I, I highly doubt that any brother in this group is using words like that, unless it's you. And even then, I question when you do it. Why are you talking like that, man? I'm sorry. We don't like talk like we. We don't do language. that here. We don't do that here. There we go. We got another. Segment. Yeah, Look, I'm trying to raise the bar. I failed to raise the vocabulary bar for seven years, so in some way I gave, I give up. Sometimes I talk. I used to never talk slang, but now I talk a little bit more slang because it's funny and it works better. <laughs> Nickel dialect is funnier than the King's English, so sometimes I'll, I'll drop into that. But I literally think about it every time before I post it, which is kind of funny. It's like I don't like that, but you know, you gotta you gotta win in Rome or win in the hood. You gotta. Do what you got to do, but we had some interesting po- we had some interesting posts on there or comments on there for the serious thing. Uh, Joe Jordan Box said no, no, and he lol. Giannis has won back to back MVPs and been the first seed multiple years. Also, been to Eastern Conference Finals already. He's due to take that next step, especially with most of the losses being him fizzling out during those eliminations, which I thought was a good point. I mean, he he definitely got more questions than answers for a two-time MVP. I think Steph won MVP two times, and, and um, you know, people He'd won had one. some questions. He at least huh? won t- one title, though. Yeah, he, I was going to say he at least won one title without, like, a supreme supporting cast. I know people try to give give Clay that Scottie Pippen was the best player in the league boost. Uh, <laughs> but, but at the time that he won his first championship – Nobody thought that they were going to win, and, and they were, you know, I know Kevin Love and Kyrie went down, but either way, they were still considered underdogs, and so he earned that. Um, but the thing about Steph is his game even still has evolved, and he's he's shown that he is not afraid of the moment. I don't know if I've seen a, a MVP so vulnerable in the clutch, man, like, whether it's free throws or just playing defense on somebody. Hell, even Steph tries to play defense on people, hitting shots, like just anything. It's just like, dude. And like I said uh, to you off the record, and I'll say it again, I I know it sounds ridiculous to say this, but I question if Giannis actually knows how to play basketball with his ability, like actually knows how to play because there are times where I watch him play and he's doing things that are counter to what is in his best interest as a player. 
like settling for jump shots, shooting that ugly ass three point shot <laughs> when literally nobody can stop him from getting to the basket. And I don't care if you do it a hundred times. If you score on ninety eight of those hundred times, you keep doing it, man. And he can get fouled and get in ones, even though he gonna miss the. But that's part of it. He's scared to get fouled. He's scared to get fouled. Part of it. It takes him thirty seconds to shoot it anyway. You you should figure. By it's the no time excuse not to be a hit free throws. Ball, you need to figure that out, man. It's no excuse not to be a hit free throws. I know maybe the jumper is a work in progress, but free throws is just effort. The amount of times you practice, if you shoot five hundred free throws a day, you're gonna become a better free throw shooter. There's no way. You just gotta do it. Shaq used to say he shoot fifty free throws a day, and he's wondering why he didn't. Uh... <laughs> I was like, man, I'm 13. I shoot 100 a day. Like, he's wondering why he didn't improve. Some things are obvious. Like, the free throws, that's something that can be easily corrected. I think with Giannis, a lot of times, it's he's not allowed to get easy baskets. He's either got to, or, or all of his baskets have to come through, like, him using his amazing athleticism in the transition, or, like, that viral clip where they say he ain't got no bag. Like, why is a seven foot, two hundred thirty, two hundred forty guy dribbling at the top of the key and trying to out juke somebody? Give this man the ball on the run, run some screens, run some pick and rolls, maybe where he's the the screener and he gets the ball. Create opportunities for him to go downhill besides just doing ISOs. Post him up, do some flex cuts, do some other kind of cuts. There are lots of things. Set up some alley oops. Sometimes just have him in the role where he's in the dunker spot. But just don't make it so hard. He he wasn't meant to stand at the top of the key and penetrate to the lane. He can, but he wasn't meant to do that. I, yeah, he, he I mean he can do he can he can shoot and make a shot. It's just not gonna happen, but maybe 25-30% of the time. Or he can take his big ass to the basket and Get that fifty to sixty percent of the time. I don't know what to tell him, man. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is any criticism coming at Giannis. I know I'm not. I don't play this role in the group, and and I'm pretty sure if Corey even makes it this far into the podcast, he'll have something to say. But it's true. It's warranted. If you are critical of him to some degree, it is warranted. I understand that, even though I defend him on a lot of occasions. I can understand where it's coming from. And I mean, I don't think anybody, I, I think he knows that he has to improve. I, I just wonder if he knows how he can improve. Yeah. And I don't know. And it might take another coach, but it looks like they caught a break. I hate to say it like that. No pun intended with Kyrie getting hurt. If they can't win this series with no Kyrie and no hard, just I, he deserves every single bit of criticism he gets for the rest of his life. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I mean, when Kyrie went down, man, I was just like, it's over. I even texted him. I said, well, it's over now. Unless he can come back, it's over. And I mean, even if Harden comes back, uh, he's not going to be 100%. Those soft tissue hamstring injuries, yeah. man, they don't, they don't heal that quickly. And you would think, like, at any point when he has to um, make some kind of lateral move, drive into the basket or something, it's going to tweak it. So um, I feel like an ankle injury depending on the severity of it, you can come back from those within a day or two. But those soft tissue injuries, I don't know, man. That makes me nervous to to think that he might have to depend on Harden to carry some more of the load. 
Moving on. <laughs> we had Daniel LeClaire doing good work. There was a uh, my comment of the week, and, and I don't know if you got one, but that's okay if you don't. But my comment of the week, uh, he's Scotty Pippen is writing this book, and he's talking about how he's the true leader of the uh, of the Bulls. It's his response to the Last Dance, which I really didn't think made Scotty Pippen look that bad. It made Scotty Pippen look like Scotty Pippen, um, and it was the truth. But uh, our boy Daniel said, why didn't he have this energy when uh, Larissa Pippen was doing her thing? And I thought it got 12 likes. I thought that was hilarious. Daniel coming in with the big one. Uh, Scotty definitely didn't have this energy for his wife, ex-wife or whatever. Baby mama when she doing all her stuff. Yeah, man. It's, it's not a good look for Scotty, bro. Like, he's actually believing the shit that people were saying. Like, Scotty Pippen was one of the best players in the league. They hyped him up. Yeah, Yeah, man. Like, Scotty getting hyped up to get get smacked upside the head, man. He's probably the only person that Jordan truly respects, man. I know, right? He was never the second best player in the league. Yeah. But he was very good. He's the second best player on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not not the league. And and to, to have him act like this... Is is just ridiculous to me, especially this this late in his life. Right? Like how how many people would love to be Scottie Pippen? Exactly. <clears throat> you think Charles Barkley wouldn't trade in his his, his all these jokes that he hears? He definitely about would. The championship to to be the the Scottie Pippen. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> There's a big guys... difference between being Scottie Pippen and Will Perdue or Scottie Pippen and yeah. Scalabrini. Like it's one thing, or even Ori. Scottie Pippen was a star. And like the greatest Robin of all time, like there's nothing wrong. There's no shame in being a Robin if you save Gotham, you know. It's Jordan and Pippen, yeah, Batman all the time, yeah. and Robin. Like, what more do you want, bro? You can't be. It can't be Pippen and Jordan or Robin and Batman. That's just how it is. And, and okay, but you're still getting the same amount of credit though, based on your your role in what this was. Everybody says Jordan wouldn't have been Jordan or wouldn't have won as many championships as he won without Pippen. Pippen hears that and thinks that's disrespect. Yeah, right? What right? That's a great thing. Disrespect is what your girl did to you. That's <laughs> not disrespect. And it's man. like Bill Russell, all those championships, and nobody brings up a sidekick, even though, like, the Jones, like Sam Jones, and there's another Jones that won, like, eight or nine of them with it. There are guys that won nine titles or eight titles or seven titles with Bill Russell and none of them are looked at as a sidekick. Like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to get the credit that Pippen gets. Yeah. I don't understand, man. Like, but whatever, y'all. I mean, he gonna make this book. I'm sure people gonna, gonna talk about it and everything. I, I truly hope Jordan continues to do what Jordan does and, and stay out the limelight, not respond to this type of stuff, man. I mean, Jor- Jordan rarely comments on anything about his career, man. And, and I, I've always respected that about him. But you got guys like like Mayweather, whenever you talk to them, you hear them talk, all they talk about is themselves and what they did, yada, yada, yada. And there are other greats who the first thing that comes out their mouth is ah ah ah. Jordan Jordan rarely it speaks for itself. That's the yeah, thing about like his career. Rarely, it speaks for he itself. Brings that up, you know. He rarely talks about anything unless unless he's in a situation like even on the on the documentary. He was like, I didn't have to do this, and I don't normally do this, but I felt like it needed to be said. So I got respect for him, man, and I and I hope he does not go back and forth with Scottie Pippen, man. I don't know who hurt Scottie. It might be Larissa. Might be Larissa. Ball, yeah. Whatever it is, it might be her. But Jordan, Jordan ain't do it. 
<laughs> for sure he ain't do it. So well, I, I look forward to hearing what his version of the story is. And not like he hasn't had a chance to give it in all these years. Uh, but my, uh, but did you find, did you have a comment of the week or did these losers not have anything good enough for you to uh, I have bring a out? comment of the week. Y'all bones. <laughs> I know. You got to do better. Daniel was the only one. P-A-B of the week, I feel, and it is punk ass. It's not pussy ass. We are not savages, people. We are, like, on the line of that. But it, I, it feels a little weird to even say it, but I'm still going to bring it back a little bit. But the culture is so much different from when I used to, when I named Wallace the P-A-B. But I don't know if it's Kevin Durant. I know your boy, Corey Cooning, is trying to cape for Prince George County. I don't know if it's Durant. Or it's the bodyguard. But I've been watching basketball since I was seven, eight years, seven or eight years old. I'm now 42. I have never seen team security or personal security come on the court for a fake-ass basketball fight. Even when they needed to. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how, why, where you come from, bro. Was he, why was he close <laughs> enough to even do that? I am so confused. Maybe he was guarding the bench. And they use him to guard the bench. I don't know. My only explanation, uh, logically, in my mind, was that you know fans have been acting crazy since COVID uh, restrictions eased, and maybe they felt it necessary to have uh, security closer in case somebody threw something or whatever. But but like I said to her, I've done some security detail, man. I've I've guarded assets. Um, as, as high as some politicians like that we have in our state and then some some B-list rappers, etc. If somebody is, in the example I gave to, to somebody out the group, if my client or the asset is a professional fighter or, or competing in some kind of activity and something happens that's within the scope of that activity, you're not allowed to interfere. So if if PJ Tucker pushed him on the ground or something like that, you're not allowed to come out there, man. You can't do that. And for him to just act that way, I don't know what in the world he was thinking, man. I, I honestly don't know. But like I told him, if it was the place I worked at in my earpiece, they would have been like, you're fired immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been nothing said if you would have just heard my boss tell me I was fired and I would have to turn that earpiece in. I'm done for the day for good. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm glad it didn't escalate any worse because, like I pointed out to Hurt, um, if you look at the clip, the security guard made it more violent. Yeah, a lot worse. Yep. Yeah, like... And they're like, who is this? Like, what is going yeah, on? Like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, you know, you see him in the all black and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure his first thought was that it was a fan himself. He was like, what? And he ready to throw punches now. At first, it was just two dudes drawing, which we see all the time. And he come over there pushing people and stuff. Man, he out of his mind. And now we got a little segment here. I think Chase is the one that actually discovered this originally. But uh, the bump. And the thing I wanted to bump is Corey so much slander. And even though Jason Tatum is gone, Corey has slandered this man for so long since college, despite the vast improvements that Jason Tatum has made. But he did this post on, I guess this was uh, August 3rd of 2020. Healthy Michael Porter Jr., probably during the bubble, is what people swear Jason Tatum is. Um, I don't know if anybody's watching, but Michael Porter Jr. hasn't been playing that well. Uh, he might be doing something finally today. They're down 3-0, but his last game, 
they were he was five for thirteen for fifteen points, and it's just not looking like. <laughs> There's no comparison to Jason Tatum. Let's just let me just say that. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, he got he might have to bite this one, man. He might have to take this L. That's that's tough. And you know what? I will say I took my L because I said that um, folks should have been the first pick <laughs> for uh, Tatum or whatever. You know what? And I, I had to admit, Danny Age. That that's probably worse than when Wallace corrected me on uh, the title town. I don't know title town. Nah, nah. Having Danny Ainge get one over on me is pretty bad, man. That's pretty low. That's true too. Guy, that's true too. His he used the injury excuse. You yeah, got injuries. He, he shoots, man. He shoots and completely misses and whiffs on pretty much <laughs> everything. But Tatum over Fultz was the right call, man, and I give it to him. But Mike, Michael Porter's got like all the signs that that lets me know that you know in like three years we're probably going to be like man he could have been so good if (laughs) (laughs) it's bad man we had a good toss-up tuesday question uh we had simone biles and serena williams part of the problem of this kind of debate is that none of us really watch these sports that closely but we just have a general understanding of it i think what i've seen in a in a short period of time is the dominance of simone biles to the point where she's doing things that the men do. She's doing things that no women have done before. And I might, I want to raise awareness. I don't know if I really think I'm a hater of Serena and her fans. I don't know if I really think Simone Biles is the goat, but I do think Serena and you don't have to pit them against each other, but this is sports. So that's part of it. But Serena takes a lot of the air out of the room and Biles should definitely be in the conversation. No, I agree, man. And you know, I'm, I'm confused as to why people act like they're not male equivalent uh, sports that we don't talk about that we still give those athletes their props. I mean, nobody nobody watches track and field until the Olympics. Uh, the Olympics primarily. I mean, I I did uh, track through shot putting discus and, and I'm interested in the sport. And even I wait until the the Pan Am Games and things like that. Like I'm not following it religiously. And it's the same for swimming. It's the same Definitely for swimming. skiing and, and bobsledding, all these other sports, and gymnastics too, for the most part, you know. But for some reason, her, like, Simone is one of the best and most decorated athletes of all time. Like, she's she got plenty of clout internationally yeah. and domestically. Like, you should respect it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. You know, I've always had this complaint about our group. Our group doesn't respect the athlete, like respect the feet, you know? Yeah. It's like people are critical to the point where it's like, you know, they think they can do it. And like, come on, man. Like, if you're the one in one million to, to do this one particular thing, or you're the first to ever do this one particular thing, you should get your props, whether people like it or not. They had, what did uh, Gregory say? They had the damn hot dog eating contest up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what in the world? So hot dog eating contest, you, you big up that guy every year, actually. Every yeah, year. yeah, right. I think I think um, Tobiashi was the uh, Tobiashi, Japanese yeah. Like I know his name. They did a thirty for thirty for that shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> a thirty for thirty, and we can't get a tweet from my girl. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's, I think part of it was uh, Jamel Hill did the did an article or said something. So if Jamel does it, that automatically triggers certain people. Yeah. I understand. I, I, I and I get it too. And we've covered this on our little political podcast. I, it's hard for some people to separate that, but 
I don't care who the source is. Hell, I found myself sometimes agreeing with um, what's Fat Man Scoop? What's his name? Um, your boy that went to Fox out. Whitlock. Yeah, Whitlock. Whitlock actually had a tweet that I agreed with. Oh, Lord. He said, "I don't know." If Shaq has walked back on this comment or not, but I think he owes uh, Donovan Mitchell an apology. I agree. You know, and, and for some people, it's hard for them to to separate the the messenger. Yeah, the most message, people. But, but yeah, but like, shoot, it makes sense. Like, you know, she got a point. He got a point. Jamil had a point. She really did. And um, I, I mean, I I got a little heated for for multiple reasons, but uh, part of it was that I felt like there was some disrespect given to an accomplished athlete. And as a true sports fan, I'm always going to fight that. I don't think people should act like that when it comes to like real accomplishments. Yeah. yeah I mean, you got to respect the accomplishment. Yep. And now this is the moment you've been waiting for. I hate it here. I said that, Hey, look, it's not my cup of tea, but it's the new school. It's got my son interested in it. I listened to Bill Simmons it's got his kid interested in it. It's the new generation of Floyd and and, and uh, Logan Paul are capitalizing on it. And purists are always going to cry about how things change. But things keep on changing. But you can three, two, one, go. <laughs> well, we're not going to do change. Changes? There was a fucking pay-per-view for YouTubers versus TikTokers. These people are not fighters. Don't call this shit boxing. Don't call it boxing. It's not boxing, man. It's not boxing just because Floyd got in a ring. You can get a rectangular ring and you can put Floyd Mayweather in and if he's fighting me, it's not a boxing match. It's not. Because I'm not a boxer. Well, they did call it exhibition. He's not a boxer. In Jay fairness. Paul is not a boxer. He fought fucking Nate Robinson. That's not <laughs> boxing. Stop calling it that. That bothers me, man. And people, people be like, well, you know, you, you can't get a fair shake in boxing, boxing, boxing. They don't even have a real ref, really. They don't have scorecards. Like, this isn't boxing. It's not sanctioned. These people ain't really fighting to hurt anybody. And then I have one guy, bless his heart, I think it was Jay Martin, who was saying, like, talk, like, literally comparing it to other fights, it makes my mind bleed that people would think that this is comparable to when Canelo had his last fight. I pray, I truly pray that one of these dumbasses gets in Canelo's face. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but one of one of the uh, TikTokers smacked Paul Malinaji on the back of the neck with some powder or something like oh, that. Oh, wow, and I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, so like, and everybody's like laughing about it, and they're like, "Oh, Paulie getting punked out the ring, this and that." Paulie Malinaji is the joking boxer; he's pillow fisted. He can't hurt anybody, but I bet you he can hurt a random teenager. Please smack Canelo on the back of his neck and see what happens, yo. Please, and I'm telling you, I'm seeing it now, man. These these kids and these these people who act are really overstepping their boundaries, bro. Canelo made a tweet about a Mexican's, like, soccer outcome. Like, he, he like, made the little emoji with the facepalm. And um, Logan Paul, or Jake Paul, thought it was about him and the uh, pay-per-view. And he said something, like, I beat your ass or something like that. A lot of these dudes don't play. Like, we we know, bro. Like, imagine if this was, like, Mike Tyson, Riddick Bo, those yeah. guys back in the day. Like, they were crazy. Like, some of these boxers are really crazy. And they can't turn it off when they're outside the ring. And these YouTubers and TikTokers are doing this shit for likes. Somebody's going to get hurt, bro. Somebody's going to get hurt. Ain't everybody pulling punches. 
And Floyd popped old boy and, and held him up, and he's trying to. <laughs> yes, he did, bro. He hurt you. Your, your legs went left. We all know what it looks like. But yeah, please, please call it something else. Entertainment, whatever you want. Do not call this shit boxing. Do not. That's why I hate it here. <laughs> uh, my video, I, I, I kind of, well, I kind of, I can't decide, but I put this video or meme of the week. It is, it, I'll say one real quick. I thought it was a really funny one that I saw. It was kind of the passing of the torch. They were knighting. It was a uh, pandemic P or playoff P, pandemic P, Paul Pierce, and like a white guy, King, knighting a, a, a knight who ended up being Christoph Porzingis and giving him the playoff P nickname. I thought that was hilarious. And then I thought the video of the week was Giannis having no bag, just dribbling in circles against Blake Griffin or and then even backing up to the three-point line and driving hard only to get blocked. I thought it was just said everything we needed to know about how frustrating Giannis is in the playoffs. Even though, hey, they're 2-2 and he had 30 points both games in a row at home. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to calm down after my last rant, man. I, I really am. Maybe we should do a celebrity boxing thing, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get uh, some random dude. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get Kevin Nicholas to fight Scholar King, and and see if we can get some, <laughs> get some likes on that. <laughs> hey, look, I don't know if, if this counts because it's Sunday to Sunday, but this, I don't know if I got this meme from from one of our other groups or what. But there's a meme where it says, "Never shooting my shot again." And it's somebody in, in a girl's DMs, and it's a basketball, and he says, um, hi, my ball rolled in here. And the chick sent him back a, a picture of the basketball being stabbed and deflated, and she sent him back the deflated picture, and Jesus. was like, next time, be careful with it. Wow. That's tough. I hadn't seen that. that. Post that, that in is, the relationship group. Yeah, right? I, I will, man. That is probably the funniest meme I've seen in a long time. God, that's vicious, tough chicks. They don't play anymore. Dude's been abusing the DMs, and they they have responded um, <laughs> a little bit now. Uh, just to wrap things up, we're gonna end it on a positive note with the game balls. Uh, I want to give um, a game ball out to Donovan Mitchell because he's just been balling and shutting Shaq up, and I don't think a lot of people had this much confidence in him. And he just gets better every year. And it was a real cool clip where Dwayne Wade was on the sidelines. And now he's the uh, part owner or, you know, small minority owner of the Jazz. He was kind of instructing them and their games are so similar. Uh, I also want to give a game ball out to Floyd Mayweather for the hoodwinking. I don't care if it was a million people. He's still fooling people and making these spectacles real. And uh, I guess if I'm going to do one from the group. I would give it to uh, Jay Johnson, even though it's worthy of a fine. He's done some very artful trolling of Giannis, and he has embraced his inner petty and his inner Jay Holla in going against Giannis and the Bucks because he felt disrespected after his team got swept. Um, I'm going to give a game ball out to um, Joel Embiid because I trust the process, and I'm excited. That he's, you know, putting people in their rightful places in the NBA. You're not, you're not letting these sorry teams feel like they got a chance. You're letting them know that there's a pecking order and, frankly, your food. 
and I appreciate that. Um, I'm giving out a deflated game ball to my boy Junior because one, he violated the rules about posting about Luca, and then two, he thinks everybody would fit well with Luca, but the guy hogs the ball, Junior. His usage, his just him with touches on his team with touches. He was at like 101 touches per game, and nobody's nowhere near close to him. When you look at the playoffs, he's the highest touches, more touches than LeBron and everybody else. And I'm like, yo, who wants to play like that? Like, who wants to play with that? They had my man Porzingis with the same amount of touches as Bowman. That's all. That, that's really And I'm not that's making excuses crazy. for for Porzingis. That's- but you gotta, you can't just tell everybody staying at three point line yeah. and let me do my like, thing and expect success. Like yo, they like he don't play like he played when he got when we got him from New York because y'all don't use him anything <laughs> like that. Yo. Like what the hell? He he can't operate within a, a, a comfortable time frame. He gets the ball with like six seconds left on the shot clock and two people on him that Luca ran into him. So what the hell you want him to do? <laughs> it's tough it is tough uh so yeah this was the first episode everybody so that was pretty good i thought we'll keep going stuff and it'll be based on the week and the events we're trying to match up the things we say in the group with the things that happen in sports we'll try to do this weekly we got to do it every two weeks that'll work too but i just want to hit it up and say give us five stars the ib network Subscribe to that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at O'Connell Bomb, and just invite people to the page. Also got the Patreon subscription. Uh, Five dollars a month, you become an All Star. Three dollars a month, you become a fan. You get to have uh, automatic post approval. You get to mute people if you're an All Star. You got anything before we go, Alan? Uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to uh, think of a creative way. To have some fun um, with a, I guess, a, a cultural iconic segment here, like verses. I know, I don't think they've done a verses with white artists yet, so it is like an all black thing. Hey, but we, anyway, we were, we were on the verses before verses because we had our yeah. debate series. So, so we, we want to, or I want to bring back the debate series a little bit with a little more uh, swag to it. So I have come up with a concept that I'm going to work through this week and then hopefully we can launch it. Uh, in the next couple weeks that I think people will enjoy. Secondly, uh, if you are in the all-star groups, um, we had a good day today. We, we had a five to one soccer, uh, goal scorer prop and then a two to one, uh, goal scorer prop as well. And, um, I appreciate you guys being patient. The first round is difficult, but hopefully we can make some money. And, uh, that's another reason for people to join the all-stars is that you essentially can get your money back at a moment. Yep. And I got a good idea. We'll talk about offline, offline, but I think the biggest matchup we can do for, for our debate series slash versus slash whatever we're going to call it when we're revamping it, Ashley versus Sam. Woke versus broke, baby. <laughs> that is the one. That's the matchup to start it out with. We can get them both to agree. Ashley versus Sam would be interesting. You throw a little politics in there and get a little sports, get some Giants versus uh, Eagles. We got It's a good matchup. But anyway, yeah. folks. Rate, subscribe, share, spread the word. Thank you for having a minute, fam.